listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. B-R-G-P-O-P-P-A, no info for the DEA. Federal agents mad because I'm flagrant. Tap my cell and the phone in my basement. My team supreme, stay clean. Triple beam, lyrical dream, I'll be that. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And that's right, we are back on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you can tell from the opening lyrics and that voice, <laughs> we have the one and only... Biggest Smalls back from the dead. That's right. <laughs> What's going on, Big Papa? Uh, we Ugh. actually, <laughs> we actually have my man, JL Calvin, who I think all you guys, uh, should know. I mean, he's been on the show several times at this point. Uh, I've done his podcast. Uh, he's, uh, had many, uh, videos and stuff we directed you guys to go check mm-hmm. out. Uh, podcasts we asked you guys to go listen to. Um, and you know people have turned out to see him in person one of them even sent us in a groupie tale about, <laughs> about um, that experience yeah so uh what's going on jay how you doing um uh, I'm, I'm good i'm good uh you know same old same old i guess i don't know but yeah my podcast anybody who's listened to my podcast has known over the last 10 weeks or so i've had a couple of uh you know heartfelt uh you guys need to follow the black guy who did it. Damn it. This guy's doing good work for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, we gotta, uh, I, I, I really, uh, have embraced the, uh, call me Mr. Tips. Uh, <laughs> man, that, that, was That's, that was hilarious. Uh, but yeah, we. They call me Mr. Tips. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, the other thing too is JL, uh, you know, obviously has a podcast, The Righteous Prick, which mm-hmm. you can find on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Um, check it out. It's, uh, very funny. Um, yes, it very is. depressing, very, uh, informative. Um, <laughs> you know, you learn a lot about the city of Cleveland, uh, <laughs> golden retrievers, you know, a lot of things. Uh, I feel like it's. I feel like my podcast is like when Jack Nicholson in A Few Good Men says, "You don't want," like when he's giving that long speech, like where you don't talk about it at birthday parties. Like I'm that for comedy. (laughs) (laughs) You want me on that stage. You need me on that stage. (laughs) Well, uh, I enjoy the uh, inside ballpark stuff. You know, always inside baseball, like uh, when you have a guest on, like Josh Homer Mm -hmm. or. i'm drawing a blank but episode 200 mike uh mike Payne. mike Payne. when you have him on like i enjoy hearing the you know the inside stuff uh yeah homer is like the insider who's still in and uh pain is like my alter ego like who quit comedy yeah so you got the two perspectives yeah you're like a uh in a movie the hitman that's just one hit he's gonna do one more hit and then <laughs> <laughs> and this is it but you know it's bullshit because the movie's two and a half hours long so you know it's not it's gonna be more complicated than one one last hit but uh yeah you're like the john wick of comedy you know what i mean so oh man can i put that on my website (laughs) 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 yeah absolutely Um, i uh yeah and then i i i here's here's just one quick thing comedically that that's upsetting there's some comic in new york who who got trump tattooed on his arm and then met Trump and did like an impression of Obama and Trump. And according to Bloomberg TV, which is, you know, the mecca of comedy, uh, <laughs> they, they said the best Obama and Trump you'll ever hear. And all I kept <sighs> thinking was, uh, my God, I hate the world. Yeah, isn't uh-huh. that, by the way, that is probably the, 
<laughs> as i'm about to do it that is the worst advent of new journalism the <laughs> the hyperbolic fucking headline mm-hmm. you know it's like yeah. the cutest dog you'll ever see or you will pour your eyes out because you didn't click on this <laughs> like uh-huh. you know what i mean you stupid motherfucker and you're like oh, i guess i gotta click to see the cutest dog i've never you know uh-huh. th- this centipede eating a cockroach will disturb you for the rest of your life unless you don't have a soul you're like well, i don't have a soul i don't uh-huh. click on that bullshit i like to sleep yeah i clicked on it uh, i'm all right mm-hmm. i'm doing okay i'm mm-hmm. not gonna think i'm well, gonna be weird. all right i just i just realized my spree cast sign in is me and my ex-girlfriend that's my picture <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, well she's a lovely looking lady, so you know, take it as a compliment. And plus, sure, I le- guess. You know, also uh, I hear that uh people like people that are already with people, so you know, you should leave that up on all your social media just in case. <laughs> See, I'm one of those. I'm one of those. I'm one of those people, though. Like if if a if a woman is in, like is willing to either violate her relationship or mine, I find that generally to be a turnoff. Mm, yeah well well have you ever gone out to a bar with a friend that's a female like a a, a lady um like a real friend yeah 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 like platonically no. oh okay well yeah i used to have a friend uh Rashida. but i really don't have i to be fair i have a lot of female acquaintances but i'm not i'm not so disingenuous as to call them friends that's not okay. to say i couldn't but i've had you know less than five female friends like real friends right. in my life which is i don't think abnormal i think now people throw around the term like friend like too yeah loosely. we only fucked four times so we're just friends <laughs> yeah too, a little too like, loosely uh-uh. i'm talking about people that i look at platonically right. value their opinions their right. friendship and don't want to or plan to engage in any you know and and feel that the feeling is mutual like that right. it's a, you know that's a friend like basically if it's a girl it's a friend that's a girl if they had a dick, you'd treat them the same. Like they'd be the same if they had a dick. Right. Yeah. That's if if it's different, then they, then it's in a gray area. I and hear I you. A lot of I hear you. Bullshit in that gray area. <laughs> I hear you. I can relate to that, man. Um, like also, um, I don't have a lot of friends in general. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like I wouldn't count. Like if I had, if I said I had five women that were my friends, I'd probably have the same amount or less of guys. Like it's not a. Right. Like, I just don't have a lot. But what I was going to say is I used to have this friend, Rashida, and, you know, completely platonic. She was very attractive and stuff, but it just wasn't, you mm-hmm. know, it was never anything like that. Um, but we would go out and do stupid shit. Like, we used to play tag team as Pac-Man and shit in, uh, in the arcade. Just silly shit, man. But anytime we went out in a social setting, women would try to be on some like, oh, what's going on with him? And I was like, that is very fucking weird. You know what I mean? Cause I know you think, you know what I mean? You think that we're more than friends and we're not, but it's still weird that you chose now to say something to me. I've been in class with you all fucking day, you know? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you should leave that avatar up. Uh, I think you should too. Yeah. And JL, I just want to know, how do you feel about your first ever groupie tail being read on the air? Um, yeah, it was, uh, you know, I felt violated. <laughs> you know, I felt uh, some things are personal. Some I don't like this new this new culture we've created. <laughs> um, People need but, to know. Yeah, and I as I, like I said on on Twitter, I was like, uh, 
everything but the compliments were true (laughs) (laughs) well they really did go to the show too which makes it like another level they really did go to the show they 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 filtered it with you know 62 percent fat (laughs) yeah I was like, carrot cake? There was carrot cake. What the Did I fuck somebody? <laughs> was I roofied? Was there something in the carrot cake? <laughs> um, so uh, also, um, you know, you, you're working on sketches all the time, putting out new material, you know, just about every month. Well, this new sketch, this new one, um, I, I, I didn't know if it would be uh, if it would be up yet by this episode but it would have been a tough edit Mm -hmm. uh but next week i'm thinking a week from today probably but it's me as obama moderating a debate between trump and bernie on and i'm playing bernie and trump uh and the debate is whether uh, if they're pro or con the black jedi in the force awakens (laughs) (laughs) and i think i think i capture i think I capture both of them well mm. and both impressions and the writing. Um, sadly, I feel like the Obama may be the weakest because I was so tired. It was like a six-hour shoot at night. Mm. So like it was like 1045 and I was rushing to finish the Obama before they kicked us out of the out of the place. So I was like, oh, uh, uh, yeah, no, Trump, you got something to say? Okay, uh, uh, Bernie, what, what's going on? Bernie Sanders from Vermont. How you doing? Burn, burn, baby, burn. I was like, are we done yet? Let's get the fuck out of here. Whereas, like, the Trump, I was doing these long monologues and shit, which were, you know, you know, these Australian actors, I really, I think with these Australians, I am telling you, they are coming to our country. They are taking our acting jobs. Mm-hmm. Our actors are forced to be waiters, which is really just terrible. This is, I can't, you know, this is how weak we have become under Obama. And then the Mexicans t- come and take the waiting job. So it's really, Aww. it's really, really a sad time to be an actor. So believe me, believe me, we will treat them better. <laughs> and then Bernie, his first line, which I know you'll appreciate is, let me first say that I am a huge supporter of Black Jedi Lives. <laughs> so that's a tease. That one I'm going to need. I'm going to need, you know, all the power you can muster to get that one. Because uh, now that Bloomberg Television is doing a bunch of bullshit about, no offense to this guy. Like, I don't mean to shit yeah. on him. I'm just like, I, the more people, this is what happens. And I'm sorry to hijack this. But no, the, cool. the problem with impressions if they're good like an arnold schwarzenegger for example i do a very good arnold but there's five thousand arnolds now four thousand nine hundred of them are garbage but Mm. it like nobody wants to hear an arnold whether it's good or bad anymore and i was afraid of like with trump everybody trying to do a trump everybody trying to do an obama that it would become oh well nobody wants to hear the good one so it's like important Mm. for me to get this out and kind of showcase Look, I got all three. Bam, right there. Nobody's doing that. Enjoy. Mm. So it's like, hopefully, we get it out. Uh, you know, within the week. Yeah, so. well, it's a good time because you know all the campaigns and shit are like really taking off and hitting their stride right about now. Mm. And it's just about the last time that all the candidates will be relevant. You know right. what I mean? Like right. it's getting to that crunch time. Jumping out soon. Yeah, once we hit 2016, it's gonna be like. All right, silly people, you got to get out of here. It's time to cut the dead weight and get it down to fucking like Jeb and Hillary or, you know, whatever it turns out to be, you know. Jeb, Jeb, man, Jeb is the walking dead. Like Jeb to me, I was going to post, and I know this is a little crude, Mm -hmm. but I was going to post like a video clip from the accused 
with Jody Foster and be like, of course the Republican field is doing the jeb on that pinball machine. They are like, they are feasting on his flesh, man. Yeah, it's bad. But he's got those big (laughs) eyes and those big glasses and they just make him look like a dummy. Even if he's not, like, he just kind of looks like, huh? Yeah, he looks like, uh, um, it's kind of like when Noah got ate in uh, The Walking Dead when he was uh, pinned up against that that, that glass and all those zombies just ripped them apart like it's like every single time it just looks like i saw a picture today of jeb bush taking a taking photos of the rest of the candidates and he was standing on his tiptoes oh, trying shit. to trying to appear taller so oh. like yeah and so like obviously he didn't realize someone had another angle where you can see the feet the feet of everybody Aww. but yeah he was trying to appear taller and they and caught him believe in platform shoes i mean come on you <laughs> need to come out there with some of those aquarium fucking from i'm gonna get you yeah right, may as well uh, the weirdest thing about jeb though is like now i'm realizing like he doesn't strike me as much smarter than than george w he might be like book smarter mm, like he right. might be a better student but as far as presenting himself, he seems Mm-mm. worse because at least W had the the swagger and the confidence yeah. for a while. Like Jeb doesn't even have that. Well, he thinks loyalty to his brother is an appealing trait to most right. Repu- to most Republicans and uh, to most middle of America. It's like, well, at least he didn't turn on his family. But it's actually not because right. nobody respected his brother by the time he left office. Nope. And everybody that was Republican tried to distance themselves from him uh when he was leaving office so it's not even like a popular stance for him to be loyal to his own brother and the way he's going about it is like so dumb it's like well ever since 9-11 there's been no attacks on a uso under my brother it's like yeah except for you know the major one i guess (laughs) you know if we're not counting that then shit um oj oj has been murder free since 94 (laughs) right other than <laughs> other than the two times okay uh-huh. now if you count after the playoffs ended that year he did not do anything um all right man uh i want to get i i think i might have to start working on a ted cruz that's the only other one i can <laughs> kind of see myself getting you know because it's just that sort of earnest <laughs> whiny kind of voice and God, I love America and I love the church and I <laughs> hate all of you. Like well, it's just kind of, like I feel like I could get it. Like that there's there's it's in my skill, it's in my ability to get it if I get enough practice. What, what about Ben Carson, man? He's a, I well, think he's the easiest one to do. Well, I was glad that you saw my. Admittedly, I put out there right away. I was like, this is terrible, but maybe it's funny, even though it's terrible. <laughs> man, I like Ben Carson does not feel difficult, and yet. It's like it's like a it's it's like I'm a I'm a dude who's averaging 30 points a game in the impression league mm-hmm. and then Ben Carson for some reason just locks me down. <laughs> like, what? Ben Carson's the JL stopper. He just shows up and I like start missing shots. It's not even him. I'm just like, why isn't the ball going in? He's the uh, Matthew Delavadova of impressions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, he's terrible but and and not hard, but somehow I don't it's I can't do it. Uh, the way I do it is I uh-huh. get real close to the mic and I go right, like right above a whisper. Like I'm telling, you know, those people who talk to you too close. Yes. He's like that. Except uh-huh. even if you're far away, he does the same. Like he'll be like, <laughs> I went, you know, at the Popeye's organization that I went into. It's, it's like, right. It's like if his breath stank, 
you know what i mean you were like in the (laughs) elevator that's how he talks to everybody even if like even when he's doing a fucking debate you know like it just doesn't matter so that's how i do it that's the secret guys um all right movement also like he'll just sometimes have his eyes closed and just open it on like one line for some reason but he's he's crazy like i feel like the more i read of and the more ben carson speaks and tells of his own story i'm like dude you're like black dexter he made well he makes shit up to like he he doesn't he's not playing chess he's playing checkers right like he doesn't think two moves he's just like a person's in my face and they're (laughs) saying that i'm boring so what i'm gonna do is tell this dude that i stabbed somebody when i was 16 and you're like but no one's gonna vote for a president right this, that this. fucking stabbed somebody <laughs> when 16 so then he's like okay i tried to stab somebody when i was 16 but then nobody but like we show no reports to this stabbing yeah i'm a live wire is what i'm saying but you know not i'm cool now you know what is what is the republican ranking in terms of race is it black people lower like mexicans and blacks Mm -hmm. followed by whites followed by blacks who don't like blacks Mm -hmm. yes like is that the high is that like the the ranking Uh, i think between mexicans and blacks is uh gays okay that counts as a race and then that's a race (laughs) right above no right below blacks who don't like blacks is also women so okay. <laughs> yeah that sounds about right because they, they like their women but not not as much as they like black people that don't like black people <laughs> you can get far in that fucking party by just you don't even gotta be smart man that dude's a brain surgeon but he doesn't know shit about anything else he's dumb but he's just like you know what man um i don't like black people people are like that. valid telling the truth he's telling the you truth you got my vote <laughs> like he gets in any type of problem he's just like it's like slavery you know oh, he, Lord. <laughs> he does. he's obamacare is like slavery uh with abortion is like slavery you know like that's his go-to move it's just like it's like slavery and that's the only time that white people agree that slavery was bad but <laughs> other than that they're just like uh and then the remix is the jews needed guns right I, I, somebody should have pointed out, like, you realize Germany was pretty fucking badass. I'm not saying their cause was good. Right. They were, they, they almost conquered the fucking world. Yeah. It wasn't they just were, the they Jews. They were going country by country, not mm. block by block. <laughs> right. Not house by house. It's not like if, like, five Jews would have had guns, it would be like, damn, that shit almost happened. You know what right. I mean? It's like, but that's how if it makes it wasn't for the Jews that stood their grounds. Right. Um, mm all right let me let me do some show business guys this is the blackout tips find us on itunes stitcher podomatic leave us five star reviews we'll read them on the air as long as they're not crazy uh you can also uh you can also go to the blackouttips.com leave comments vote in the polls let us know what you think about different things we appreciate all of that the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you by tweaked audio tweakedaudio.com is where you can go to get some nice in the ear earbuds or over the ear headphones um that are high quality that i, I listen to mine every day in one way shape or form every time we podcast karen's got hers on mm-hmm. her eddies um and if you go there and use code tbgwt you can get 33 percent off of your order you also get free shipping and it comes with a lifetime guarantee so your headphones will never ever 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 
ever let you down guys if they break no more buying new headphones they just ship you out some more you get them in two to three days you send the old ones back boom it's just like that and they'll take care of you guys so use code tbgwt i am i am a witness because roger will tell you i have tested that warranted to the limits Mm -hmm. believe you me and they i do not know what's wrong but i tear fucking headphones up and they go above and beyond like they'll fucking email me if they have like hey is this address still correct uh is this like you know um what exactly is wrong with the headphones okay cool we'll send a new pair just put them in this send them back boom they they take care of you every time it's i don't know how the fuck they're making money to be quite honest with you guys it doesn't make sense to me but i say you take advantage of the deal <laughs> me too uh this is also day 321 that bobby schmurder has been locked up in jail without trial uh free bobby yes free bobby poor bobby they locked him up and threw away the key so the big news today obviously twitter started using hearts on instead of favorites uh stars on uh twitter guys what you what i missed that hold on what happened yeah yep um this will happen when you at work all day my bad well everybody without a life or job has been able to uh to really vent vent about this it's it's really shaking a lot of people up guys oh lord i i almost shut my twitter counter down i mean how can you just how can i go on when they're using stars instead of i mean hearts instead of stars so when you favorite something it don't start it put a heart beside it yes this ain't lucky charms what does switch it out what is i mean (laughs) are they trying to say that i love it or something it says like it like or uh, with a heart instead of a favorite with a star i think i know what this is about Mm -hmm. i think people are upset because favorite used to be a way of going like yeah 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 all right fine (laughs) whereas like now if you heart it it's like you're affirmatively set like it's no longer passive aggressive because a retweet is like good going nice work like i'll favorite two things um no i'll actually just favorite usually either something that's like i like but maybe is i don't want my mom like reading the tweet going wow that had a lot of bad words in it Mm. uh or if it's like a like an exchange where like somebody's not going to get if i just retweet like yeah that's cool and i'm just Mm. like retweet and people are like what's cool so but other than that i feel like most people like favorites like yeah like like they're giving you like a begrudging yeah i guess that's okay but now if they like it there's no longer a way like maybe twitter will invent a third thing that's like i this is a hand doing like this and shit <laughs> so, so, the, go ahead Kay. and and i think for me uh all this did was cause issues because now people see those hearts you know how people get out and feelings and emotions mm-hmm. and people people gonna fall out what do you what do you mean you hearted her tweet i mean mm. i just favored it yeah. i mean i, I can't right. put a star no more right i that's mean true. I mean, it don't bother me because, you know, if I favorited it, I want it to. But they have a lot of jealous people being like. Right, and petty because they, they think that heart is actually a heart, I mean, right. you know, because people are kind of dumb. Yeah, well, I think um, if they really wanted it to work, they should have rolled this out the day that marriage equality passed. Yeah. Because then it would have looked like, oh, look at Twitter. They're so with it. Right, that they're so putting progressive. Out, they're so progressive and supportive that they changed retweet to a heart because it symbolizes love and then Aww. as because right now everybody's all cynical and people are talking bad about it they don't like it if i want to be on facebook and all this shit right but but then anyone who talks shit about it will be considered a homophobe so now so 
<laughs> so now if you don't like i heard if you click on the heart like this i haven't done it yet but i heard if you click on the heart mm-hmm. it kind of explodes into like rainbows and glitter so <laughs> they like they really just missed the time to roll this shit out so twitter if you're and, listening and your ca- your computer camera ejaculates on your forehead yes it does. <laughs> yeah and if you don't like it if you don't comprehensive like, uh, approach <laughs> if you don't like it then something's wrong with you is what i'm saying <laughs> Um, <laughs> and a picture of Henry Cavill pops up on your screen. Oh, oh man! Lord. And he's doing it. Um, uh, so uh, there's other news too. Um, this is food related news. It's uh, a story that we've been covering for a couple of days now, just continuing to grow. Okay. Chipotle and their uh, E. coli cases mm-hmm. is spreading. It is now 37 Chipotle, oh. 37 people in oregon and washington that have the e coli virus that have fallen ill uh even with them closing stores it was 22 people earlier this week now it's up to 37 i don't know what's going on man but probably more people than that because i bet you a lot of people probably didn't realize it did probably reported right and got sick or just thought well maybe it was something didn't link it back to this well they've had to close 43 locations um so losing a lot of money yeah not as much as they will if uh people start dying and shit but what yeah chipotle still still got it man right uh within people's critics actually took a picture and showed us and the way they had it worded was if you didn't know that they closed for this you would just think they were shut down for other reasons yeah it says something like uh the supply the supplier of our food is having some issues so we'll be open soon but yeah it didn't say uh yeah you might have got e coli last time you were here so we just had to shut it down for a second right and they probably won't panic because people read that people are like i'm not coming back to this bitch again possibly uh amazon is going to open its first ever physical bookstore in seattle mm. isn't this kind of like touchdown dancing on barnes and noble and- <laughs> yes it is yes like this is just such a this is like victor cruz doing the salsa in the end zone like we took all y'all business and now we're gonna do the shit that y'all do yeah i don't think i'm down with this feels a little too cocky for amazon just uh just dominate the world like you're doing and call it a wrap man that's this is part of dominating the world i said this year i won't be ordering from uh, amazon i'm on an amazon boycott really even yeah what are you gonna do about season two of alpha house well, season two already came out. I know I always hype that. I'm the one man speaking well of that show. <laughs> but they haven't announced. That was one of the reasons I said, fuck it. They didn't announce a season three. And I'm telling you, Alpha House was legit. Like, that show was like, and they had like Bill Murray and Colbert on episodes. Like, they got big name people to, mm. to, to be part of the show. But my thing is, I order books. If I'm getting a book, I either go to the Barnes and Noble near my near where I live just to support the brick and mortar. Because that's the thing, I like bookstores. Like right. I like the physical bookstore. Um, or I'll order from BarnesandNoble.com if I want to like order in bulk and save. Because it's basically the difference between ordering five books on Amazon and five books on Barnes and Noble is going to be no more than like two bucks, three bucks. Right. Um, but yeah, Amazon. I don't know. They just they. They're like any big company. If you read history, we just we just think of tech as like cooler than older industries, but right. they're just doing what you know Rockefeller did or any of the like kind of big business people before there was regulation. You know, they kind of 
they come in, they're cool, people kind of go with it, but then you're like, oh, they don't treat their workers that well, and they're trying to like ruin book publishers and drive people out of jobs, and it's like a, they're very cutthroat about it. So, yeah, 2016. I haven't I haven't ordered anything from Amazon in a couple months. I'm gonna try and make it a year without Amazon what's until gonna, they take over everything, and I have no choice. I wonder what's gonna like. I think if Amazon really wants to get rid of the book people, they need to come out with a with a like electronic bookshelf. Because a lot of people read physical books. Yes, they do. So they can have a bookshelf. So when you go in their house, you can see what they read. You know, to be like, look how smart I am. I read, you know, I read Bill Simmons and Tana Hasi Coates. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, I see what you're saying. Have like a, that would be neat. Like have a bookshelf, but have it all digital. Yeah, like a virtual bookshelf yeah. that you just sit in your mm-hmm. house that is like, look at my fucking brain. Like, <laughs> that's, like, that's a lot all. of people would stunt that. Yeah, my dad has a bookshelf. I have a bookshelf. Like, it's, but it's really, like, some of those books I haven't even fucking read. It's just one, I just want people to walk in my house and be like, oh, this guy's interesting. Like, he did, not only does he care about, you know, the, uh, literary works of Langston Hughes, but he also, he also took the time out to read about the Lakers. Like, yes. this guy, this guy's, a fucking genius and he also has all the graphic novels of the walking right. dead yeah this, look this guy's versatile here yeah this we, what i'm talking we, about that's the only graphic novel that i still buy the books for right so i think that's what you think yeah if amazon really wants to win that's what they gotta do, do or else that or that thing they have now that talks to you like when people come in your house they it just goes rod has been reading several books would you like to hear about them <laughs> and then every time i'll just be like yes tell them about the books echo echo humble brag yeah That's the 2.0 ah! of, of make that an app put that shit on the app dog i want people to know i know sometimes i just look at my kindle i'm like damn I'm smart look at this shit the only thing holding me back keeping me humble is that i also read urban literature which is mostly named shit like i'm not the right one to fuck with or <laughs> Uh, <laughs> i'm the side bitch part two yeah yeah <laughs> food stamp bitches <laughs> like so you know st- i still try to stay grounded yeah i had to slap my baby's mama's cousin yeah, yeah. I, I try to give back to the community and stay humble guys um a christian high school principal has caused outrage uh-oh outrage about what after claiming young women must obey strict dress codes to protect their virginity and to prevent young men from treating them like sex objects. Now, I know J.L. Calvin already agrees, but Karen, yes. how, do you, how do you feel? <laughs> how do you feel about that? His name, the principal's name is Jim Bazin. He's 48. But you said it's a Christian school, right? Mm-hmm. Jim Basim, the principal of Plymouth Christian High School in Grand Rapids, Michigan. He said, uh, he made some controversial claims while arguing in defense of strict school dress codes that focus more heavily on female students than male ones. Writing to M Live that the 48 year old said, the 48 year old said he is glad that his private school has instituted uniforms, but not because they eliminate distractions for all students equally. Rather, he said strict dress codes are important for easing young men's uncontrollable lust and preserving young women's virginity. The only way you can help young men not treat young ladies as sex objects is by telling the young ladies to cover up, he wrote fuck you because if she got big titties you're gonna see that big titties if she covered up in a double sweater 
double sweater it don't matter you, you put those puppies back you still gonna see all them double d's we'll make you look at fat you. before we make you look sexy and look at that sexy seven son of a sweaters bitch. fat girls get fucked too so i don't know what he's talking about look at that sexy son of a bitch in the chat room god damn i see he probably had to beat him off with a stick himself it's probably speaking from experience yeah, you, I agree with the comment. They see my thing is though, if this was a public school, it'd be one thing, but it's, it's a religious school. And I think people always make a bigger deal of female dress codes because with men, it's kind of simple. Like anybody who's worked in an office, like if the, if the dress code is like suit and tie, it's suit and tie. But mm-hmm. women always tr- manage to, you know, test if you, you know, business skirts, they always kind of test the length and, uh, the, they can go sweaters and black, like, they have more versatility. So with a dude, yes. it's like, oh, our, our, our dress code's shirt and tie. So like, you don't have like a wide range to work with in there, whereas women generally have more range. So I think it's not necessarily some kind of, you know, sexist crusade. Maybe in this case, obviously it's steeped in more than just, you know, right. policy. Correct. It's religious based also. But in general, I see a lot of these stories where it's like, girl kicked out of high school or like like suspended for wearing too sexy clothing and i'm like people act like like kids wearing clothes to school is like the new civil rights issue sometimes right. on social media like i why can't i show my tits and and like you know most of my thigh well because you're a sophomore in high school and we're just trying not to make it like a club atmosphere yeah well i think uh in a lot of those cases when you see the pictures the people are way too uptight though like that's that's like they could probably have a case if like they really did have some outrageous like oh my gosh you came to school in pasties a lingerie but sometimes it'll just be like a fucking like prom dress Mm -hmm. and it'll have like cleavage but not even like the you know that deep like trying to be sexy cleavage it'll just be like oh you broke the rule and i think that's a thing also that um like as much as we talk about how people are too like progressive trying to help people and like shit and trying to see both sides sometimes people can be too fucking like like we had a rule and you broke the rule and it's like the letter of the law but obviously not the spirit of the rule that's been violated so it's like it what it was one inch above the knee and we said no dresses above it and you see and you're like she looks like fucking little house on a prairie like you had you just wanted to send somebody home and when you were a kid, you all knew that lady. We all knew that person that was right. like, I, I have no life at home. I'm not, I, I, I don't control anything, but here's a chance for me to take these students and be like, no young lady, one inch above the knee, go home. And I think that's just stupid. Right. And also I think too is that, uh, just from my personal experience, people just hate girls. They hate girls and females when time you're, Hell Boy. yeah! I mean, what? <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> they do. I got an image. I got a. I got a false image to maintain. So I gotta throw out some comments like that. Once in a while. I cannot wait for the Facebook. Can't wait for the Facebook group tomorrow. I, I picked these articles on purpose. Oh lord! <laughs> uh, Trying to get you in trouble, jail. The right. <laughs> I was like, mm, this is a good one. Uh, the writers noted lately that there are more stories, um, of female students being unfairly targeted for their clothing choices more often than not in cases of school dress code. Administrators send the message that it's a girl's responsibility to eliminate distractions for her male classmates rather than the boy's responsibility to show self-control. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, right. Mr. Bazin, I mean, however. I'm shy in high school to like, I just kind of, you know, appreciate from afar and then go work on my jump shot. 
yeah i was the same way but you know i like that's why i don't really buy the idea that you like no girls you have to you have to dress this way because the boys can't pay attention it's like well that's not really their fucking problem no like to be quite honest like so that motherfucker's getting an f because i because i because i had to uh wear a fucking uh a t-shirt to school like fuck that nope they're gonna wash my ass regardless like now it would be different if the reasoning was and this is like this is kind of where i'm headed with this anyway because the private school of jail said and it's a christian school Mm -hmm. his reasoning only needs to be we want everybody to dress uniformly and conservatively that's the point of uniforms you don't even have to do all this extra shit nope like they always have to go a little too far explaining it because they really do low-key want you to know that we are singling women out Mm -hmm. not and like we are singling these girls out because we want to make sure they stay virgins or whatever the fuck and you're like you didn't need to say any of that because you would never fucking say that about a boy can i play devil's advocate well i mean the devil does need a lot of help he's not (laughs) winning my my whole thing to put it into some basic um comic book reference i've always thought like what about the argument and that once again i'm not wholly endorsing this but the idea that like with great power comes great responsibility Mm -hmm. like i always think we've gotten too i sometimes think we've gotten too far away from like women want I feel like sometimes women want to be equal to the sometimes it feels like to the point of disregarding the uniqueness that makes them women. like in other words we want to be like this and this cuz men get to do this and this and it's mm-hmm. like sometimes I think like in, in especially in Christianity obviously you know it's steeped in virginity and Mary and and all sorts of chastity of women and you know from a from one point of view it can be very uh you know, it's a controlling, it's a way to control women, but the, mm-hmm. you know, the flip side of it is maybe the less cynical way is, well, you are the, you are the ones who bring life into the world. You are, and I don't think every Christian and every, you know, is somebody that looks at it like completely as like some sort of power scheme. I think sometimes it is like, no, we, we believe you're, you're, you're better and it might bear some more responsibility on your end. And I know nobody wants to hear that, but I don't always think it's coming from a bad place. Even if the result is not what people want, mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like it's saying, well, you're, you know, as a woman, you are, you are somebody that needs to be protected. And I know that's paternalistic and everything. And all these things end with me having to say, no, 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 it's all wrong. <laughs> right. But I do think there's not always a negative like motivation behind but it. when someone's but, telling you there definitely is with someone like one it's very hard to distinguish right like because mm-hmm. but when someone is telling you i don't like that and it's the person you're talking about it seems like people would just listen you know what i mean because like the whole thing is kind of like this yes dear pat women on the head you, okay yeah just fucking go in you the back and change your clothes okay like we told you to like it's never like a okay well here's the understanding of why i think is wrong and it happens a lot you know same thing with race like when you have uh white liberals who like they think they're well-meaning but you're like "Eh, that's actually kind of racist too dog where they're like you know i just think we should i just think i don't even see color okay i don't like when i see you i just see a person you're like i have the sight of a dog i am (laughs) when it comes to issues of race but (laughs) i do believe that we have pressing matters involving income inequality (laughs) but so you have that moment where you're like i know you think it's coming from a good genuine place but you don't really understand 
what I'm going through and what, and like from my perspective. And I right. think that's what, what's always missing from these discussions is the people who are telling you, yo, I, I don't agree with this. And it's like, I don't want to be on this pedestal. Um, but I think it's very hard to get now. Obviously it's very hard to get that in religion period. Cause that's kind of like religion's thing is, you know, but, um, yeah, that control part. And for me, it goes back to a lot of trust. Honestly, men have not shown themselves trustworthy when it comes to women and their rights. Uh, mm-hmm. let's just keep that real. This is one of those things where a lot of times just society and the way they pass laws just shows that, you know, we don't think you're smart enough or bright enough or intelligent enough to make your own decisions. So we're going to tell you what to do. So that's why you have a lot of this pushback was like, no, fuck you. I can do just as much and do it just as well as you can. Well, you know, what's crazy, too, is it doesn't fucking matter what a girl has on when I'm 14. Come on now. It wouldn't matter. She can have a fucking burka on. I'm jacking off to that later. It just like <laughs> this idea that just <laughs> something that boys will be like, you know what? I respect everyone in here and uh yeah it's insane i i was actually doing like a, a, a thought process recently where i was like it wasn't until i was 25 that i was out of like nerdy schools and i was like once i got back to new york like i left new york at 18 yeah and was you know mr like i'm working on my jump shot and I, i'm too shy and then i go to college very small small nerdy school in massachusetts um dated a girl i thought was beautiful she was but like I thought, you know, half my class was fuckable. Mm-hmm. And then I got to law school and I was like, oh, chicks in law school, you know, in D.C., much better. I was mm-hmm. like, what was I thinking about in college? <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> oh, thank God I had a girlfriend and then like notch, like 30 ugly notches on my belt. Oh, I got to law school. I'm like, look at these. Ch- these are some powerful, hot <laughs> women. In, and, and then I get back to New York at 25. I was like. Thank God I had a girlfriend during law school. <laughs> they are garbage next. Now these are women. And then like you get to New York, you get to a major city. You're just like, okay, this is right. I've had like nerd prison goggles. I said going to law school is like being in prison where there's a few women. Mm-hmm. Ah. If you're in prison long enough, anything looks good. But if you've got like a few women that look all right, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> and that's what I felt like going to, going to law school was like. Um, but yeah, in high school, I thought back to high school, I was like, I thought half my female teachers were, were, were fuckable. Right. And then I look back and I'm like, none of them, none right. of them. Now, if you went to school now, they all would be fuckable. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the other thing they do too, is they put the onus on the girls to keep the boy like the, there's no responsibility to the boys this oh, is no. like you are supposed to be horn dogs that are trying to fuck these girls every second you get and there's nothing wrong with that right. bitches put some clothes on like it's just like a total right. different right. it's like a totally different attitude they could easily solve this by just adding a bunch of bullshit to the dress code for guys you know like no flip flops no thongs no little shorts for swimming no speedos no like they could put that shit in there they just never will because you know what i mean like they don't even think of shit like that for guys because it just like it it won't have until it occurs they're not even thinking about it you know what i mean if a guy's like got a fucking uh swim meet and he decides seventh period i'm just gonna fucking wear uh mm-hmm. you know a, a fucking my uh my swimming trunks and uh a t-shirt and some 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 uh some small and, and my speedo under it no one's gonna fucking report that guy well i have a question what happens when it's in reverse what happened if the female's aggressive towards the no dude? that's what i'm saying no one's even gonna 
consider that a thing that needs to be a rule oh because from female i was aggressive towards guys all right i noticed how you got me but i'm just saying <laughs> it's not like no one's even gonna think of that that's like at this school it's just what can we do to control these girls from having sex because that's the the real goal right know? and when you uh, when you're aggressive towards guys that's a whole nother thing in itself it's it's almost like you're just a whore and a slut but it's like no i'm not fucking these dudes i just know what i want and that's what i want when she is scantily clad however her classmates will no longer look at them her as a person but as a sex object uh men he added can't help but lust after women and women are responsible for controlling that lust how can i control your dick getting hard this is a result of man's total depravity our once pure minds are corrupted by the fall or original sin he explained throwing up his hands at the prospect of male responsibility he went on to object to the idea that telling girls to cover up does more harm than good to me that's a double standard because a female you will never completely understand the male mind he said making no note of the fact that men by the same argument can't understand the female mind uh condescendingly he then went on to explain the male mind for his uninformed readers he wrote that men are wired more visual so seeing skin or tight clothing is distraction <laughs> that's always funny because like this all the shit operates on like the fact that no one thinks a 14 year old to 16 year old to 18 year old girl would want to fuck anybody right it's, it's really she has no sexual desires right it really is the dumbest shit that we promote in this society like you know what don't I mean? look at no dude and be like i want i want that right it's like how when a, a female teacher rapes a male student we're all like you lucky son of a bitch but when it happens the other way around we're all like you sick son of a bitch because ah! his, oh i have a joke i wrote a joke recently about that and it gets an awkward reaction which is my favorite <laughs> um where i said it's it's about uh the 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 working title is criminalizing the cock mm. but it was it was it, i don't know if you've heard my gay marriage bit where i just say oh it's really a sliding scale where dads just want their kids not to be banged regardless <laughs> of gender that's why dads are better with with lesbian with lesbian daughters than they are with straight daughters because they're like good no dick but but what i realized is and and the thing that made people a little awkward was when i said think about it this way if a if a if a female teacher's having sex with a with a male student it's like oh no way that's so cool now if that female teacher was a man and the kid is still like just a horny gay teenager right totally different totally different it is that is abuse that is perverted right and that to me of course i think they should both they're both fucked up in various ways right but i actually get the like the dude dude better Mm. than i do like the hot 26 year old chick wanting to bang her like 16 year old student that that, i think she's fucked up like that's the one situation like if you're a hot 26 year old guess who wants to fuck you everyone mm. and you're choosing to go for like some sort of bizarre mid pubescent like power thing i want to um, be i want to be surprised by your take on it but it does kind of end up with women are the worst so i'm like that's about right <laughs> <laughs> it's somehow still worse for the woman to do it so no no no, no. It's no, no, because what I no, because here's here's the here's what I'll say is the difference. Mm-hmm. If it was a girl, if it, I, see, I would say the 16 year old girl mm-hmm. and the 28 year old teacher, mm-hmm. I get that too. Right, right. I know. I'll just I'll, I'll just fuck it with you on that one. I know, <laughs> I know. But that, like I said, the one that I'm always curious that you never hear about because it's always like very hush hush 
is how it would be treated. Like nobody would be saying, and that's what I always say to call out people on because I, right. I like to give voice to what people are really thinking, right. and I'm always somewhere between what they want to think and what they actually think. Like right. I'm, I'm in like the nice gray where I'm like I, I aspire to be great, but I'm really just okay. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but, but with with, I would love to see if they were still saying, "Oh man, that lucky kid, man, he." He got down with Mr. Johnson. Right. They like, would not be uh, saying that uh, what? shit. Right. It, even though theoretically that kid is maybe just as horny and right. exploring and, and excited as the, the boy fucking the female teacher. But right. nobody, I mean, it would be, it would be horrific. Right. What would happen? Well, I'll say this, man. End of the day, <clears throat> it's a private school and it's a religious school. So the people that send their kids there, they probably agree with that shit. And it really ain't shit to do it that can be done about it. Like, th- that's the thing whenever you meet somebody where you're like, that guy has disgusting ideas about women and their role in society, and he's a fucked up person. There's always some woman who's like, I love those ideas, and I want to be with that guy. So that's kind of the same thing with this, where if he's the, if this guy goes – the dress code needs to be more strict on women because it's their responsibility to keep us from fucking them um and people go okay that's like there's somebody that went oh i need to take my kid out of this other school and get her into this one you know but anyway it'll all be uh it'll all even out when they go to college uh it's funny because it's true right (laughs) holly berry uh ex-husband david justice rants on their marriage on twitter he waited 30 years yeah they've been separated 20 just 20 20 okay 20 years minute finally getting his say holly Berry's ex-husband david justice is speaking out on her divorce from oliver martinez justice a former professional baseball player took to twitter on Monday. oh by the way this always happens when people don't like something that somebody says on twitter but it's so funny people are doing the who the fuck what's a david justice like uh he used to be somebody guys it's not like like anytime somebody doesn't like some shit somebody says it is it couldn't matter if they were fucking the president of the united states who who's a bill clinton like uh you know who the fuck bill clinton is you just don't like what he said um anyway um he took the twitter on monday claiming that he never hit uh holly berry and is not the former boyfriend that she has said caused permanent damage to her left ear uh barry has never claimed justice was abusive towards her but she did find a restraining order against him when they celebrate i mean separated in 1996 sources close to barry tell people holly and david haven't spoken for years and when they did last there was no animosity between them whatsoever they were really friendly this is coming out of nowhere uh reading the latest holly barry reports he says on twitter it wasn't me who hit holly causing the ear damage holly has never said that i hit her um which Did is somebody true. asked for this information or he was just like i feel like spilling the tea today i think he was uh and you picked all sorts of good stories for me to just this is defend what I do. the villains <laughs> mm-hmm. this is what i do uh there's a reason i'm doing this professionally uh yeah i think he was just sitting around the house sipping on some some larceny or some other brown liquor. Ah, he pulled he's his just, He's just listening to some Anthony Hamilton. Yeah, he was. He saw that fucking. He saw that that his Google alert that he well, has on Holly Berry divorce specifically. Cha-ching! It popped up. 
and he said hold up let me get to this twitter you seen that alert and <laughs> send this shit out uh and other tweets that appear to have been deleted justice claimed that barry was mad at me for leaving the relationship so she and her hollywood team just tried to destroy my character it had to be my fault right he also previously tweeted it just makes me mad to still see the same lie being perpetuated about the source of her abuse being me never happened before adding the hashtag former boyfriend justice also mentions barry other profile exes including eric benet gabriel Ari and martinez saying they were all a knight in shining armor until it ends then we all become the worst guys in history he added only the guys in the relationship with holly know the real deal there will man, be i'm a- gonna defend the shit out of tall beige men mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what you do there will be another of course he called it the best until it ends benet who was married to barry from 2001 to 2005 responded to justice's tweets by saying my man at 23 david justice is tweeting some truth this morning not this morning <laughs> d-i-s comma m-o-r-n-i-n that's, that's the part i don't i don't i don't co-sign that like i don't the piggybacking let david justice have his moment this mm. whole like yeah like, you you know also why that piggyback sucks because uh eric benet was like cheating so much he went to sex rehab yeah. mm-hmm. so it's like the one motherfucker you actually don't want to have your back mm-hmm. coming in and being like oh yeah i'm in the house too it's like no no like not. it's like you know what that reminds me of um what's his name uh on on blackish like his co-worker charlie yes, yes. it's yes. like that like him coming to his defense <laughs> you're like no not you not you <laughs> anybody but you i think my cousin's gay uh <laughs> justice goes on to war martinez saying just wait oliver is coming she insinuated that her daughter wasn't safe around gabriel look it up and see the reason just wrong on monday justice explained why he felt the need to speak out telling daily mail i had to say something after hearing about holly's recent marriage so many years ago i didn't say anything about the accusations that i abused her but now i have three children ages 15 13 and 11 and two boys and one girl and they can read this stuff and they have friends who will read it as well so i had to finally come out and say once and for all i never hit holly berry justice added back then it didn't matter but it's different now explaining that while barry never said he hit her he also she also never said i didn't hit her which was disappointing he also clarified that he is not the face of holly berry's exes and promises he won't be going on tv to talk about this i just want to make sure my wife my children and the rest of my family friends and family know and fans know the truth i wonder since they got remarried so, I mean, since she got married again somebody dug him up and asked him he was like you know i'm just gonna go tell you what we got dug up yes you listen to enough of that that anthony hamilton on a fucking monday morning you ain't got no job you got shit to do david justice holler on them tweets she said she's tired that i'm always on the road too hard to swallow it's either that or the other thing that could have caused this all and i really haven't seen anybody say this and i'm actually kind of shocked you know what else happened right around the same time adele dropped that new song yes she did and you know people get to talking and thinking about their exes and anytime she dropped that song adele be having folks shedding tears 
writing them tweets everybody's been writing cryptic tweets all week <laughs> and they got the nerve to try to judge david justice i've seen y'all regular ass normal non-famous tweets come on now subtweeting y'all exes all week yeah they waiting on 24 so they can cry all y'all needed was 30 seconds from a commercial next thing you know it's you know sometimes people just really can't be callous and cold oh, i ain't mad i'll be listening too i love adele uh barry and martinez who were married in 2013 uh announced their split october 27 telling people in a statement it is with a heavy heart that we have come to the decision to divorce we move forward with love and respect for one another and share and the shared focus for what is best for our son this will be barry's third divorce and martinez's first better catch up dog barry married ah. justice in 1992 and the singer benet in 2001 whore before oh meeting Lord. before meeting martinez very told in style in 2007 i will never never get married again uh all right go ahead jl well here's the thing about halle berry and i i actually agree because the thing is for 20 years david justice i agree with him completely because for 20 years i've thought he was the dude that beat her up mm, me too so you know what i mean so like i feel like he's saying this is an opportunity and and maybe i don't the thing is he was quiet when they got married he was like i never heard him pipe up so maybe he's telling the truth that like maybe some kid in school did a google search and was like your dad beat the shit out of halle Berry." like right so oh, yeah. he might be telling the truth and and just he's piggybacking off of this to basically say okay i need to do this when it's public it might be hurtful but i gotta i gotta say this when i have the, when there's a spotlight on this so right. that people know i'm not it i'm not the guy so my mm-hmm. kids don't have to go to school and deal yeah. with this bullshit. and as far as her I, I mean i hate to i i hate to say this but like i know exactly what he's talking about because everybody you know pretty girl pretty woman beautiful woman you everybody kind of on her side you just think well like she seems nice. She's talented. She's beautiful. She's had a rough upbringing. So like these guys must be pieces of shit. Now, Eric Benet, probably a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. But I think with, with women like Halle Berry, I think she does one of two things. You know, she either goes to a bad guy. So it's built in sabotage or she may do what David Justice is saying, which like knight in shining armor until you're not. And then you're the worst person in the world because I've been in a relationship like that. And a telltale sign to me is when somebody, cause I've had, I've had, you know, several exes. Right. And I can say some bad things about some and most of them I can say nothing but great things. Mm-hmm. And like I can admit when it's my fault, et cetera. But when you meet somebody who has, you know, in decades of dating, nothing good to say about a single ex, that's on you. Yeah, like, I, and that's well, a think, warning sign. Like if, if, if you can't acknowledge and then it's only right. a matter of time until, unless you are beyond perfect, because that usually doesn't even matter, that person will eventually put you in the villain box, either mm-hmm. through imagination or through circumstance. And I think David Justice, I, you know, I'm not saying he's right, but I can see him being right. Well, I think it is a telltale sign anytime somebody has sex with Billy Bob Thornton. That some mm. something's going on. Make me feel good. Make me feel good. Right, right. Ah, it still gives me chills, man. That is the. That is why doesn't Ben Carson say that Obamacare is the worst thing to happen to black people since <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton plowed Hallie and Monster <laughs> Ball? Oh, like, why not that? That's not even a black thing. That's a human race thing. He would that's, definitely that's get a, my vote. All Halle Berry's matter. That's how that you is, get. Oh, that's how you get my vote. Um, yeah, I do think. Uh, a lot of what he's saying is probably true i mean but it will see what she says 
because like if not put it he put his cards on the table so this could be like if it is him that hit her then it's the like the biggest like ball swinging move you could possibly make is to be like in the middle of this divorce let me just clear my name uh even though i did it on a thread on facebook somebody had posted and and the woman wrote back on her comment that she actually said that he he's right he wasn't the guy who hit me right well i was gonna say is if if he was right this would be the biggest ballsiest shit you could ever do because mm-hmm. she's she is famous and people do want to hear what she has to say right now and if she did turn around and go oh yeah it was definitely him <laughs> it would destroy everything he just did but yeah. if it's not which i think you do have to consider if it's not the timing is petty but most people are kind of petty with their exes anyway mm-hmm. um as he could have said this probably at any point if he wanted to I, I don't know why he would hold it for 20 years um but um if it's true i do understand his reasoning you know with with his kids being a certain age now with people do assuming he did it because i know i assumed it and i don't think it's not popular I, I think it's very popular for people to assume it was him you had the restraining order she talked about getting hit upside the head by this ex um people were saying it was like wesley snipes at one point people were saying it's him it kind of stuck with david justice because that's what the restraining order was so i mean i could definitely see uh people assuming that um can i give a, a personal example oh yeah yeah tell us about the time I, you hit that I woman had, i had an ex that you uh, that didn't that, know how to shut her that, mouth right go ahead right and uh <laughs> i had to tune her up uh no i we got into a big big end of relationship fight mm-hmm. and then the next day i had to go back and get some stuff she had changed the locks on the door. Like mm. she'd come down to the building staff and said, I need you to change the locks on my door. And I was like, now this was the first time I think I'd ever yelled at this person during right. the whole relationship and never late, never even approached her physically. Right. But it was such a shock to her system that like, and I think she did that to kind of make it look suspicious. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like just to put that, Yo, because I'm a big, I'm a big, yeah, he's six, sometimes seven. angry looking dude. Right. So it's like, oh my god, the the woman needed to change her locks. That's unbelievable. Like, and I just when I went back to it, I just rolled my eyes. I was like, oh good lord. Yeah. But it was like it's that kind of like a restraining order doesn't necessarily. And believe me, I worked at the, or as I should say in Trump's voice, believe me, okay, <laughs> I worked. Um, you know, at the DA's office, I was an assistant DA for a few right. years, and, and sometimes I would ha- like deal with with incoming domestic violence cases. And I don't mean to make light of it, right? Like I'm always on the side of error, on the side of like protecting the the the, the victim. Right. But mm-hmm. in this case, she might have just done that because for any number of reasons, not necessarily. Now, that he did was you wait? Her. Did you wait until she broke up with the next guy, and then you told everybody that story? Oh no 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 no! I've been getting in trouble for telling too many stories about this. this, this oh, like it's been a it's been an on and off again. Well, yeah, the, see, but the I album mean, Diamond Maker, it, half of it is about that relationship, and I just kept it R rated. I didn't tell any of the the truly horrific, uh, you know, Rwanda battle scene type <laughs> information. Oh, but see, that is also more of a, uh, I think, normal response. I mean, yeah. not to, not to make a stand up album, but to to be talking about it and david justice just went on silent mode for 20 years even but even with all that i still am more prone to believe his, his version of events and i'm more prone to believe 
um what he's saying uh but even with him not saying anything for years because i don't I, I wouldn't do that to somebody that wanted to give their side of what bill cosby did to them you know what i mean i don't go oh why didn't you say it 20 years ago bitch oh yeah. got caught lying you know what i mean like just because he hasn't said anything about it before doesn't mean that it's not true and it doesn't really make him look good in my opinion how petty this is and the timing and high-fiving eric benet on twitter like i don't think this is like like it, i don't think this makes it seem like oh he's so mature and right like it just makes it seem like whatever truthful the, yeah the right. big not the, necessarily right but truthful right the bigger thing about this is it is very fucking weird how people hyper analyze uh holly berry's uh failed marriages mm-hmm. we do not do that to dudes Mm-mm. like we do not do that shit like steve harvey can make a fucking living being three times divorced Right. and we're just then like i call whores and i call sluts we're, well we're just like every divorce must have, must have taught him something right like they're he must have learned something. He, he must have learned how to how to really deal with women and relationships every time he got divorced with women you're like you fucking unmarriable bitch what's wrong with you right you know it's, can I, can it's I so on the record i just want to make a quick pre- exclusive prediction on your show mm-hmm. Halle berry's next boyfriend will be one of two men all right chris brown or alex rodriguez okay that is a maybe the alex rodriguez one i i feel like chris brown's a reach i feel like i know i know but if but if for some godforsaken reason that comes true i mean you I will, will look like a genius <laughs> okay you know what then I, now i want to make a prediction <laughs> i i'm gonna predict it's either um let's see who uh one of her like co-stars on whatever her show is now that no one's watching extant Um, yeah extant (laughs) or or (laughs) bernie sanders there we go because if i'm right Ah, ah, that that will i hope it's bernie left my wife because (laughs) i wanted to show how important i think black lives (laughs) lives matter are Mm -hmm. so i am now balls deep in the beautiful and precious holly berry <laughs> black wives matter to bernie right um let's talk about some presidential candidates guys okay right. bernie sanders went on ellen and he danced quote in air quotes uh, i can put a, a gif quote unquote of him up it's uh you mean he moved it's, it's you'll be like why isn't he moving in the gif it's the same ah! it's the same thing as when um it looks like drake's hotline bling dances and they put it to the same like graphics and everything oh, in the so background the old man two-step because that's all drake was doing this is him this is this is bernie getting it man um Ooh, that one behind him got a yeah. lot of booty in september ellen taught hillary clinton how to do the whip nay nay and without even asking presidential hopeful bernie sanders decided to drop a few moves on his grand entrance to ellen's show uh let me see if i can play the audio of this okay Uh, let's talk about something really scary politics the presidential race is heating up and uh the candidates are doing whatever they can to appeal to younger voters we had bernie sanders on the show and uh he came out he danced we didn't make him he insisted on dancing he really and so there he goes dancing and so I think he uh, this whole dancing thing went to his head. I don't know if you've seen his new campaign, but 
So they took his dancing and they CGI'd it into <laughs> him <laughs> doing the Drake dances. You used to call me on my oh Lord. <laughs> now I'm assuming they got an actor to do the body and then they just put his face on it. Of course. And only mm-hmm. only his when he came out the the for his grand entrance on her show was the like actual dancing. But what I was gonna say is, um one, I made a joke about this. Um, when I was talking about the Bernie So Black shit, I was like, if he wanna win, he just need to do like the whip nay nay or some of that shit. <laughs> and then black people would be like, you know what? uh don't agree with some of his policies but the motherfucker can dance um and but then i didn't think that would actually happen and this is why i hate this country like this is fucking (laughs) stupid (laughs) our president should not be dancing it doesn't fucking matter like you should have a cell phone call him on the cell phone we should not be making these white people get out here and dance if it's not what they want to do like why not we've been pulling tricks and dancing for years but with like obama i could see it because i was like okay this nigga look like he can dance when, when i see hillary and Bernie, he came out with like kind of a persian move yeah <laughs> you know so kind of like hands yeah. up and like <laughs> what do i do yeah yeah like obama looked like he had some rhythm like he yeah. clap on the tools right. in the force like, uh, bernie out there dancing yeah bernie and hillary shouldn't be out here doing this shit man this is ridiculous we do so, way too much of this shit in this country. There's fucking 37 Republican debates and they ask like two actual questions that might come up while you're being president. And the rest is all just like, so if somebody was pregnant, but they also wanted to drink wine, how would you handle that, Mr. Trump? And it's like, oh, Jesus, yeah, like I, that's never going to happen I or disagree. be a thing that I, needs, I care about. It's not true. Equality. I don't allow any of my wives anymore to get pregnant. <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> Until everybody drops it like it's hot, it's not true. You call it the quality rod. Uh, right. Ben Carson would compare it to the brains. Ah! That dude, that dude was, he, man, he's like a dude that didn't study for the test but keeps showing up. Oh, Lord. Uh, Crippled America. This is Donald Trump's newest book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that cover. Not making it up this is real oh look at his hair uh well come on karen that's that's actually his hair in presentable form ah, <laughs> it's not orange what's happening i like that he uh whoever uh decided to take this picture uh had him lean down so that they could all brush the hair one way so it kind of looks like it's covering his head because of course uh, that was his idea the debates don't show it from this angle wow he looks happy well, when when America's crippled, how can you be happy? It's crippled, and, and, and yeah. he's been—is that even his body? That looks like somebody who kind of does, you know, CrossFit. Yeah, that they stuck his head on and like made his head like ten years younger. Yeah, like, doesn't that look kind of like a like a kind of a intimidating dude? Yes, right. You wouldn't be surprised if that was CGI'd his head. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because he's not above that, right? crippled america how to make america great again by donald j trump it's 169 pages long oh i won't be reading none of that bullshit <laughs> some light reading oh it's his version of between the world and me yeah 
<laughs> a letter, just a letter to his rich ass son. <laughs> oh, no. oh no, you just gave me an idea for a very long project. <laughs> Telling his son, son my I- pasty white body is the greatest body in the world. <laughs> Basically, that's all you need to know. I have security guarding my body, okay? And I have beautiful women that always want to make love to my beautiful body. <laughs> <laughs> his, his, uh, they said um it's not an easy read it becomes physically painful around page 11 when trump is painful. ostensibly explaining why he makes outrageous comments i'm a businessman with a brand to sell when was the last time you saw a sign hanging outside a pizzeria claiming the fourth best pizza in the world by now i am using those talents a hone through years of tremendous success to inspire people to think that our country can get better and be great again and that we can turn things around. It may seem like there's some content missing that explains the piece of related side aside. There is not nothing in the book makes sense. There's no mean to be gleaned. Uh, <laughs> 21. They've had some numbers. They broke it down by the numbers. 21 is the number of time Trump refers to making America great again. 44 is the number of times Trump writes the words win, winning, or winner. Winning. <laughs> Forward by Charlie Sheen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. By winning. <sighs> 19 is the number of times Trump writes lose, losing, or loser. The probably to the United States. 31 is the number of times he refers to big, beautiful, a big, beautiful wall on the Mexican border. 31? Shit. Jesus. God damn. How long is that chapter? <laughs> right that's probably the name of the chapter uh, right he's uh he's in the bbws on the, wall. <laughs> <laughs> on the wall uh 12 the number of times trump refers to hit nbc show the apprentice 17 the number of times trump refers to his beautiful properties <laughs> two is the number of times he refers to his beautiful wife oh lord well, but technically she's considered a beautiful property <laughs> yeah. so that's really 19 yes, yeah let's get yeah, that yeah. up a couple she, she goes in that one <laughs> number seven the number of times seven is the number of times the words expert fact or theory is in sarcastic quotation marks <laughs> oh lord what is yes. happening here I, I just love that's that is his political strategy is he just takes things that are facts and puts them in sarcastic quotes in real life, like when he talks about it. And that is good enough. And you know, one thing I realized about him, I forgot this to a podcast he was talking about it. But something I realized about him yeah. is that he tells his, he does his speeches in somewhat of jokes. Like he comes as like boom, 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 line, boom, 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 yeah. boom, line. I'm like, and I never realized that. I was like, that makes sense. It's almost like a roast. Right. Sometimes like, He'll, he even does a thing when people do a roast where they say something nice at first mm-hmm. before they stat where it's just like, well, you know, my, my opponent here, uh, you know, and his lovely wife, he has a very beautiful wife. And you're like, what's he going to say? Like, you know, he ain't going to end it with you got a beautiful wife and shut up. Now he's about oh. to say your fucking kids are ugly or you don't ah. know, like your gun policy sucks, like something. 51 is the number of times Trump refers to his hotels. Zero is the number of times he refers to Atlantic City. Uh, things he describes himself as a great builder, a nice guy, a really nice guy, an unstoppable force, not a politician, a practical businessman, a very successful businessman, a tough and demanding boss, a winner, good at reading, a, ah! 
<laughs> you know what this book really is? It's it's less uh, between the world and me. It's it's uh, it's Kenny Powers' autobiography, like his <laughs> audio book from Eastbound and Down. Yes. You know, it's just him going. You know, I am great. Fuck all of you. I'm the best. You're a loser. <laughs> Yes. Oh, um, it is kind of like he's running. Penny Powers is running for president. <laughs> a, fi- a fighter, a realist, a competitor, a nice guy, proud to be American, proud to proud and grateful to be an American, a Christian, a conservative Republican, a conservative person, and rich. <laughs> yeah. Uh, w- let's see. Words and phrases written in all caps. I have proven everybody wrong. Everybody. <laughs> oh, okay. On um, tell or whether he mine's putting in a big beautiful door i don't mind putting a big beautiful door in that wall so people can come in and out dot 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 legally (laughs) on trump's ability to fulfill agreements we're excellent at fulfilling or even exceeding our agreements uh i'm a nice guy i really am he's well well crippled america guys is in stores now fifteen dollars and sixty cent at amazon go pick it up Mm -hmm. or go to your local barnes and nobles and get yourself a physical copy like jl Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> all 169 pages Mm-mm. um that will not be on you know it's the list. sad thing is it's it's without question going to be a top three top three on the bestseller list of course my fucking right to be if not one. one number one right shit he might bomb himself i feel like conservatives the only books they read are by other conservatives bashing liberals right mm-hmm. like whenever like cons- you know you'll see the bestsellers will be like fiction and other books and then the top three will be like bill o'reilly says fuck off liberals and Coulter says you know eat my ass democrats and, <laughs> and, and rush limbaugh says you know i hate you and you know what's funny is like conservatives hate america but it's okay when they do it you know what right. I mean? Like, it's like when we hate America, we hate it the right way by hating all the people in it that well, don't agree with us. Well, what they'd say is we love it so much You're right. that we hate what's happening. It's like an abusive you, relationship. Right. It's what's well, the same thing with John Kerry when they were, when they were, uh, you know, if imagine what they'd done to Kerry in 2004, running ads, bashing his metal winning military service like imagine in 08 obama had done that to mccain like mm. questioned his military service yeah the, the country they just wouldn't have stood for that that just would have been completely unacceptable and that would have been the end of it yeah i i, I think it's kind of funny that it's i think it's kind of funny that like they are the david justice of america you know and america's holly berry and uh they definitely did that shit <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Uh, and but I, yeah, it's just, it's just very funny though that they are like the Ike Turner to America where they're just like, I love you so much that I don't want to see you become this. And you're like, oh. LMA. Yeah, I don't think you need to be punching America in the face, guys. I'm like, nope, that's, I just don't want America to, to make herself look like a whore. But you see my theory coming true. Like, no Republicans except for Trump. He's the only one who's saying, you know, he's a socialist, he's practically a communist uh about bernie sanders but how that's not even the dude calls himself a socialist right and it's nothing whereas like with obama it was like he's a socialist that's why i have a picture of him dressed up as an offensive like bush tribesman right yeah i'm not racist i just hate socialists so much i mean that was a sketch i did a while back it it only got like a thousand views but it was it was a dating agency for like getting t-parent Tea, tea party parents okay with their daughters dating uh 
Democrats. So it was like a like she dated an Italian, then a Dominican, and then a black dude. Mm-hmm. So it was like, and then at the end of the video, he goes, "Socialist, that's black guys, right?" Oh, <laughs> um. that's what it is. That's what it is. It's like so, it's so embarrassing. Yeah, that that's people will go, "Oh, it's not racial with Obama." Like you know, here, let me tell you who who the the most racist guy on your timeline is mm-hmm. it's the guy who as soon as they post something disagreeing with obama oh but i'm racist right but i'm racist right right like yeah. immediately go on a preemptive strike of like i'm gonna talk about racism before you can talk about it first therefore i'm not racist well, is that tr- i have no racial bias it's the donald trump put it in quotation marks mm-hmm. uh approach to race to fight like it's like if i say it sarcastically then you can't call me on it you know right it's like oh you're an expert and you're like actually donald trump i am an expert and i did uh-huh. go to school for this and i have studied it my entire life oh all the so-called experts fucking think they know what pollution is gonna do all right <laughs> you're like dude that's not really a good answer anyway president barack obama uh, got jokes uh-huh. he uh had something to say uh where was this at right. he was uh was this a state dinner he did this at um i can say it Oh yeah, go ahead. You know that <laughs> you know, these uh these uh you know Republican candidates, okay? They like to say uh you know we got to be tough. You know, if I was sitting, you know, next to Putin, he'd be acting differently. You know, I just I just have to stare at him. And, and you know, he'd be different. These guys can't even handle questions from CNBC. I didn't even have to that, put that's, it good. That's pretty good. That's, that's, that's pretty good. I told you, man, I tailor picked these joints for you, man. <laughs> you know exactly what I was doing. We got some Trump, we got some Bernie, and we just got Obama. All three. Uh did you see the game last night? Uh and I'm talking not the jazz game, talk about football. I did not uh well i watched it and uh john gruden had so many fucking excuses for motherfucking andrew luck he every time he threw a pick it was it was the goddamn funniest thing to watch right especially if you stayed up the whole night because you know everybody loves andrew luck and he's playing like shit this year yes he is and on the low he's kind of always had a lot of turnovers but it's been okay because his team's in a very weak division and they keep going to the playoffs so it's like you can kind of overlook his mistakes, but now it's killing the team, right? Mm-hmm. So he was throwing interceptions the whole like first three and a half quarters. And by the way, he's done this before. He's actually done this, a, does this a lot. And then he comes back in the fourth quarter because, you know, he's still pretty good. Right. And that's why people get him on defenders in football because they go, well, you might suck the first half, but you're going to fuck around and get, you know, five, six touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Like dude is like, it's not like he's sorry. It's just, you, you know, know, he has a, he's like Brett Favre. He has a penchant to yeah. take some risk, get his team in a bad spot, but he's also good enough to get him out. So he's got a lot of arm talent yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, John Gruden was like, he was, uh, every time this motherfucker would throw a bad pass, he was just like, he, he doesn't look right. I think he's hurt. <laughs> I think, he, you know, it's just, uh, maybe his ribs, you know, they kept like insinuating his ribs were broken and he was playing with broken ribs and he was playing hurt, even though he's not on the injury report. So that would have been like super duper illegal in the new NFL rules. Like they get in some serious fucking trouble for that. But, <clears throat> you know, anyway, so, so then, this motherfucker starts throwing touchdowns with like six minutes to go. Mm-hmm. Everything's on the money. Like he's taking big hits. He's getting up, throwing more t- 
more fucking touchdowns and more com- great passes and completions and shit it's like i don't know what happened but apparently his ribs healed like wolverine in the movies <laughs> and that he was does like- kind of look like well he does have that like half animal facial hair like wolverine <laughs> yeah yeah he does uh and then um at the end he throws a pick to lose a game and i was just waiting on john gruden to be like uh well you know he's playing with broke ribs and uh, uh they, they must have just broke again like on that play specifically oh lord oh. His father actually died but unlike the royals pitcher they told andrew in the first half so his heart <laughs> talent was competing with his arm talent oh lord and also the old man from the strain was there abraham abraham was right in jail (laughs) you've quit watching my show why (laughs) fuck man fuck the strain i'm so glad glad you 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 jumped on you know camp fucked because i couldn't do it anymore oh it's so bad they didn't even care yeah this season was not good damn it they had such a good thing in season one so good and they just fucked it just fucked it up and they had an rg3 like project (laughs) like their career the strain is the rg3 of tv shows yes yeah they came dynamic possibly you know like legendary rookie year followed by what the fuck is happening yeah right right because the thing about the strain was that for for me if i can figure out what's happening because normally roger can figure out shit ahead of time but when i watch tv i'm like okay tell me the story but it was shit that was happening that i could see through and i'm not trying to be funny if i could see through the plot and could tell you what was gonna happen that's bad yeah and gotham is uh kirk cousins it's oh I, I i i i, I jumped bit. gotham too i it's just terrible. I, I, I gave up on that oh yeah it's it's it is kirk, it's kirk cousins because it's never been good like I just like I thought it was for a little bit, and I'm just like, oh, I was just driven. I just wanted. Gotham it to be good. tricked me because I like the visuals. Like I like the way it looks. Like yeah. whoever does that is good. Like whoever films it, and yeah. it looks cool. Mm-hmm. But it's it just gets more and more annoying. And I like that guy who plays Gordon. Like I know he uh, played ben, uh, ben cop something. Yeah. yeah, I like that dude, but like that ain't enough you know what i'm saying right that fucking show around him just sucks and sucks and sucks man anyway let's get into uh uh fucking with black people real quick guys do we talk about anything racial yet no all right so yeah let's do some fucking with black people Uh, i'm not even gonna play the music just gonna get right into it um here's one uh uh no let's not do that one let's do this one about a confederate flag uh supporter threw a bomb inside of a walmart after an online threat that said no messing around anymore uh mississippi man what mississippi uh was arrested on sunday morning (laughs) i know you guys are all thinking it i couldn't believe that happened down there either uh, he was arrested on Sunday morning for allegedly throwing a bomb inside of a Walmart just days after threatening the retail giant and other businesses for refusing to sell Confederate battle flags. Like, that Walmart, that particular Walmart didn't make the decision. It was, the like, somebody else that made the decision that took him out to Walmart. But this is one way to get him to put the flags back up, right? No. <laughs> according to according to Tupelo Daily Journal, 61-year-old Marshall W. Leonard, it's a pretty black name for a white supremacist. Claire. <laughs> will be... Uh, we'll be 
marshall w leonard uh will what is the w like walter like those are like three ah! black ass names uh anyway will be charged with placing an explosive device after allegedly throwing it inside of a local walmart there was an employee on break and the suspect told him you better run oh the employee did run and you was shit away for getting paid 525 an hour fuck that the employee did run and was away from harm when the package went off it wasn't a large explosion it did cause a lot of damage to the store leonard named walmart and the daily journal as targets in his october 28th post on his face on the newspaper's facebook page <laughs> so he told you nobody checked this out nope journal corporate you are on final warning he wrote october 28th you are part of the problem as a result of this y'all are going down along with walmart wtva reed's department store and all the rest of the anti-american crooks i'm not kidding no messing around anymore white because if he was black they didn't investigate it uh he told wapt tv last month that the flag which had been derided as a symbol of slavery and oppression had nothing to do with race duh nothing nothing at all nothing nothing at all changing the state even though the people who you go back in history and the people will say this flag right here is about race right right okay i just want to be sure just want to be sure well it was very popular during the civil war fought over slavery and it was very popular during the civil rights movement fought over segregation but other than that it's not really about race at all Mm -mm. Mm -mm. wrong place wrong time coincidence. the flag is a victim of circumstance <laughs> oh, complete <laughs> complete coincidence the flag is like i'm just a piece of cloth i'm right i'm not racist i just happen to have a lot of racist fans Duh, they love me <laughs> uh changing the state flag isn't going to change nothing said leonard who opposed a bill that would remove the symbol from the mississippi state flag there's still always going to be hate there will still always be racism and i know because i'm gonna do it right but but <laughs> but i wonder if you ask him if he's racist he would he tell you to probably of course tell you not. no of course okay. not it's all right a, i just want to be sure it's just a fan of orange and, and and blue karen uh he's a big dukes of hazard fan and this thing just got totally out of control uh leonard was kicked out of the confederate flag advocacy group mississippi on guard in august after protesting at a tupelo city council meeting while being draped in the flag oh so that so that group he loved it he loved it too much right Ah! he was like we ain't puerto ricans we're confederates (laughs) they're like oh we don't wear it as clothing leonard you're not helping show your pride leonard can you please stop leonard no i will not uh he's like the isis of confederate flags he's like al-qaeda just isn't keeping it real enough (laughs) (laughs) he was chewing tobacco when he said it too (laughs) um and, uh, so, Karen, zero to a hundred. Oh, a hundred. All right, JL Covan. Well, I get, uh, it's funny though. But. Well, I want to say a hundred because in in symbolism, it's a hundred. Right, but in like right. actuality, I feel like it's more like a seventy-five because like he's he's not directly going at anybody. It seems, right. although I mean, I'm sure there were black people in the Walmart, right? uh but okay 100 uh, begrudging 100 yeah yeah I, I, I give it a 75 for the exact reasons you stated like i, I can't give it 100 because i feel like race is all around it but he didn't directly come out and just admit that it was racism you know right he's probably just as mad at white people who went along with 
right. getting rid of the flag. Like he knows that there's not a black guy running Walmart. Right. He don't care who the Waltons are. They're I'm nigger lovers. 75. Oh. 75. They're nigger oh, lovers man. and they need to go. That's all he knew. <laughs> White oh, or black. Clayton Bigsby. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oklahoma's mayor's husband conveniently had white robes ready for the Halloween KKK dress up prank. Convenient. Mm. The husband of a mayor ah. of a small Oklahoma. Wait, was that Karen or JL? No, that was JL. Oh, that, that, that is a first. Normally that is Karen doing that exasperated sigh. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be the time. The husband of the mayor of a small Oklahoma town celebrated Halloween by donning a white robe and blazing with a crucifix and then holding a large wooden cross near torches to make it look like it was a flame. Carrie Sharp, the husband of Lahoma mayor, uh, Teresa Sharp told News 9 the ill-advised costume came about after a night of drinking. Now, here's my question. If I said, hey guys, let's dress up like the KKK tonight. How long is it going to take us to get organized enough to get our KKK costumes looking right and find a cross to burn? I'm just saying it feels like it took a little little planning. Mm-hmm. And if I had it sitting around it didn't take a lot of planning, then that's also racist. <laughs> like, it's no good. Like, if it took you, like, if you're like, look, we're not racist, but we need six, seven days to get this shit logistically figured out so we can look racist, that's kind of racist. But if you're like, oh, I got a spare KKK uniform in the fucking, uh, in the garage. Let's just do this. Where's my burning cross? Then that's also pretty racist. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, sit around the bonfire and drink a couple beers and thought, well, my buddy, his last name is White. And the subject got brung up. That subject apparently involved several men dressing in white robes. Some wore hoods as well and lighting a bonfire and several torches in the proximity of a cross. I don't see no brothers in this picture hmm. <laughs> uh there was no cross that burned sharp explained to the enid news denying reports that spread once the photo of the incident went viral on facebook it was held behind the fire to look like it was burning but there was no fire the pictures we've seen claim there were burning one but there weren't no, there was not one burnt this is ridiculous really he added <laughs> it was a halloween night cross burning or not the display caught the attention of concerned residents who called the sheriff's department the witnesses were the witness was informed by sheriff deputies that the incident while in poor taste was legal though sharp and his pals agreed to extinguish the flames and change when asked by a deputy mayor sharp wisely distanced herself from her husband's costume and she which she described as a prank going bad <laughs> it was a trick i was out trick-or-treating with my son i had no way to support the activities that occurred she said other than by marriage uh an earlier version of for okay yeah so there you go man zero to a hundred karen a hundred a hundred okay what about you jl i'm gonna go with another 75 another 75 on this one i'm gonna go with a hundred for this one i feel like of my two theories both lead me to think they're pretty racist like oh shit what the fuck is the picture really makes it look quite terrible (laughs) like i mean Ah, in my imagination it's terrible and then you see it and you're like oh it's terrible plus (laughs) that's that's how you get a hundred from me buddy oh my god (laughs) they went the extra mile uh all right man let's uh do some baller alert here where's my uh baller alert music uh 
Hey yo, I'm looking for a five star bitch. Talk about. She give it to me, best money I ever spent. I can't even lie. I'm so super hot. Do not need her, will not keep her unless she is fly. Gucci man's a thug, B. Your man is a shrug. Since she love me, now she love you, now now all my bitches love me. If you in Atlanta, call a Gucci girl and beat me. You can find a five star hotel, you can meet me. Five star bitch, that's a five star bitch, that's a five star and that's a five star. If your credits go high, feet and nails stay fly. Keep your juice box wet and your head something fire, you a five star. Hey, you a five star. Hey, you a five star. Hey, you a five star. All right. Here are your choices, JL. Number one, 10 places you aren't looking for a woman but should be. Blogged by at Proudly Lauren. Number two, groupie tales. This is where a young lady, enterprising young lady, sleeps with a, well, you know what it is. You were in one. Groupie tales. <laughs> 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 This one's about Will Gay of the Pittsburgh Steelers, JL's Ooh. favorite team. JL's favorite team. Uh, Groupie Tales, Seattle Seahawks, Ricardo Lockett. Now, this dude just had season and possibly career ending surgery yesterday. Um, while Des Bryant said, that's the fuck you get. Oh. Uh, if you believe the news, I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, number three, Groupie Tales, the game, the rapper picks his groupies up at the Louis Vuitton store and let's see number five will be tony rock's groupie story chris rock's brother i believe so uh i want to go with the pittsburgh Steelers story all right let's go to will gay and see how he be nothing in them bitches oh lord <laughs> have you ever heard that song before jail yes i have that is the most amazing talented <laughs> son of a bitch on the planet anyway uh speaking of talent sons of bitches will gay apparently got himself in a little little groupie hot water here um we've got another groupie tale this time about pittsburgh Steelers cornerback will gay this one is short sweet and to the point if the name will gay sounds familiar it was rumored that erica dixon of love and hip-hop atlanta was once dating him and when i say once i mean a couple of months ago well that okay uh read <laughs> read the tale below to find out whether this pittsburgh stiller can put it down or oh, maybe she means the groupie tale happened what like he cheated on her maybe that's oh what she, yeah disclaimer groupie tales are submitted by our readers we cannot confirm 100 accuracy of any story posted want to share us your story email 118 at com. you can remain anonymous just like any other professional athlete they say they stay in girls dms he hit me up about a year ago he talked we talked a little bit on ig instagram for you non-hoes then he asked then he asked for my number the back and forth convos lasted a while before him asking would i be able to come out and see him 
it seemed like every time it came up but our schedules never matched until this one time he asked if i could come out to where he was and i accepted everything was taken care of once and once i finally got to where he was he was cool as hell we parted all weekend but the first night was something serious we turned up so hard all i wanted to do was get back to our hotel as soon as we hit the door we went at it he laid me across the bed and oh my god this man's tongue is magical it's like harry potter oh lord he finally turns around to where we're in the reverse 69 position reverse 69 what is the reverse 69 position wouldn't that just be 69 anal <laughs> like right like I'm confused is it reverse now. 69 just 69 i just oh no i'm not a, it's just hitting each other in the he- back of the head with your respective <laughs> right. genitals right. what is that somebody said 96 <laughs> <laughs> it was in the 96 girl while backs to each other <laughs> thinking about unless things. that's the dude on top yeah could that be i'm it? assuming that's what she means okay all right so here we go he finally turns around to where we're in the reverse 69 position and i could barely breathe i wasn't ready for the d <laughs> <laughs> so finally that's what she means then see well he does play d so finally he picks me up and i demanded and demanded that i ride him all the <laughs> All the smacking, choking, and grabbing had me running. Oh, it's BDSM now. Should have wore her uniform to school. None of this would be happening. (laughs) Right. He talked so nasty and freaky, I was turned on. He literally had me doing shit I didn't think I'd ever agree to. So definitely anal. Definitely anal. JL was right. Called it early. After we finished, all I could do was lay there legs locked i couldn't move the rest of the weekend was dope most girls encounters with these guys are damn near horror stories but nope not this one he has a big one and knows how to use it i have receipts don't make me use them lol (laughs) (laughs) was she gonna tell his what she got pictures or something anyway and why would she have to use them like what okay (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> the the comments sierra sheree says oh i thought he and that love and hip-hop reality star was still in a reality star was still in a relationship of some sort i recently seen a pic of those two dressed up at some event mm. so he must have cheated they be knowing marie alice romaine said hopefully this groupie is educated about stds oh sugar bear says he paid for her travels lodging and partying and put it on her high five girl <laughs> and then of course hating ass terrell jones has the last comment oh lord and he says <clears throat> bill cosby and darren sharper might have had the right idea <laughs> oh my god what the fuck <laughs> i wouldn't have even gave this bitch a jello pudding ah! these men better start treating these women like des brian treats his mama he smacked her he put his hands on her mama beating hands we make a joke about it every balls deep <laughs> i personally believe she ate his booty to get all these things <laughs> damn hating ass terrell jones by the way i got a response from hating ass terrell jones i don't know how to get to it 
on ball alert since i you know i am officially a member oh you don't know how to get to the message um give me a second let me see if i can there's got to be something like with my account maybe right oh my page okay what about this my page thing okay you gotta have because i left a comment that him and this other guy right uh might be in love with each other secretly because they always post the same woman hating messages like right after each other Mm. it's him and carlos Mm mm-hmm and uh he i'm just gonna say did not take it too well i I did see (laughs) Ah! i did see the preview email yesterday i just didn't fucking read the whole thing but he did not seem to be okay not too too kind with my commentary and uh he did not seem to agree with it let's see um okay so i need to go back to this page okay because i said live carlos and terrell always do be posting right after each other saying the same damn things maybe this is flirting and their girls need to uh watch out you know for them because they were both accusing somebody of being on the down low or whatever mm-hmm. um, what well, we did yesterday right yeah yeah so then he responded at rod i mean <clears throat> at rod you fat face ass nigga <laughs> <laughs> I dare you talk shit to a real nigga looking like you suck dick for Doritos or Apple Jacks. <laughs> at, <laughs> at live, we all know your mop bucket head fly trap face ass is fucking for Newport 100, so stop it. I wish you niggas would stop trolling and get jobs, you funky bastards. <laughs> mm, he certainly put me in my place. Thank you, hey, Master Real Jones. You got it, I do grade oh, A shit. I'm the realest nigga walking. And this the remix, seven still. I am looking for a five star chick. When I catch her, I'ma bless her with a five star kid. She a natural born hustler. She ain't chasing no suckers. Only mess with real niggas. She ain't never fucked a buster. So your cars and your jury. That shit really don't excite her. All your hating assholes in the club won't fight her. She was born in the but the school in D.C. Got a job in Dallas, Texas, then she moved to Tennessee. If you ain't a five-star shorty, go ahead, face it, fake, Gucci, fake, Louis, shorty. That'll make you basic. Yeah, a five-star. All right. Let's uh, wrap this bad boy up with a little bit of uh, Guess the Race for JL. Now that it's time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. Now that it's time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The number one podcast going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants, JL Covan of the Righteous Prick Podcast, to guess the race. And the chat room plays along, and they are racist. Yes, they are. All right, here's the number one story. A man was stabbed to death for taking the last piece of chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Got ourselves a little bit of a murder mystery on our hands, guys. And got yourself a little greasy mystery. (laughs) Um, It was a fight over food. And ended up in a deadly stabbing in West Houston. Hmm. Uh, apartment complex Friday. Let me see if I can play this. Uh, I don't know. It's moving slow now. What is this doing? All right. Uh, play the news article. There we there go. go. 
all right just give it a couple days Start whenever the fuck it wants to gotta upgrade to windows 10 it seems you might have to anyway i'll read it ronald uh, now i just saw the play button start anyway ronald <laughs> that fight that led to badly stabbing it happened friday in the 1400 block of lakeside estates please say this man 38 year old ronaldo rivera stabbed darwin gonzalez after a fist fight channel 2's andy sirota is joining us live now with the bizarre details andy you know, Bill, residents say it is bizarre, and it all unfolded right behind me here in this apartment complex parking lot. A fight over food ends in a deadly stabbing. Now, 38-year-old Reynaldo Rivera is behind bars, charged with murder. It's a shame. Really, it is. John McDonald, a longtime resident, heard the police sirens and saw the patrol cars flashing lights late Friday night, but had no idea what all the commotion was about. Police say Rivera and four other men were fixing dinner and drinking. They say Rivera got angry when 34-year-old Darwin Gonzalez took the last piece of chicken. Both men began arguing, which then spilled out into the parking lot lot, then fists started flying. Investigators say at some point Rivera stabbed Gonzalez with a knife and fled. A human life is taken over a piece of chicken is ridiculous. Rivera got hurt in the fight. Police say he later returned to the apartment complex and admitted to officers that he stabbed Gonzalez, who died at the scene. The whole thing is senseless, and I think we need a bigger security force over in this apartment. This, this complex is too big to have one or two people walking around. Investigators say they recovered a kitchen knife that Rivera had on him. We're live in West Houston. Andy Sirota, KPRC, Channel 2 News. No word on the brand of chicken, by the way, if you guys are. Ah! I know some of you guys want that clue. Um, So guess the race, Jail. Well, I'm going to say I don't, but you guys always have it between black and white but like I it hear could be anything race. it could be anything dude that's your own racist mind limiting what you decide no no i'm just saying i've never had it not be black or white oh. when when we played but i mean the names are latin mm-hmm. uh the guests on the news program seemed both of black and white vocal range mm-hmm. uh i mean are we going like David Ortiz calls himself Latin, but he's really a giant <laughs> black man? No, no hedging. You got to pick one. Latin, uh, black, or white. Is David Ortiz a race? Yeah. <laughs> big po- I say big poppy. These guys are big poppy. Um, I'm going to say black. All right. The chat room says, El Polo Loco. That That is so niggerly, race inclusive. But, oh, those, but those last names, Hispanic. I guess that taking the big piece of chicken will get you fucked up in the barrio too, El Loco. Oh Lord. Back is wetter than the chair wine he washed down that chicken with. Oh. That chicken, the chicken was seasoned with adobo Latino. Uh, that piece was supposed to feed all 13 family members waiting in the bedroom Latino. <laughs> El Polo Campero, blade under the tongue Dominican. Hey man, never doubt the importance of the last piece of chicken, border birds. Gus Fring for the win. <laughs> oh, that essay was local in a cabeza homes. The correct answer is Latino. So JL missed it. Uh, 
Oh yes. man, not even close. I, I would have at least felt like a little bit of a, a moral victory if he'd looked like Big Poppy. Yeah, you you were way off. In the chat room, some of you got it right. I mean, it's kind of a good thing though, JL, if you think about it. It's like, you're not as racist as you thought. Yeah, the number one thing about this game, whatever your first instinct is, most time go with it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, let's see. How about, uh, oops, I clicked on the wrong one. Did not want to do that one. Uh, where are we at? Okay, here we go. Sheriff says, uh, a man pimped out his dog and sought sex with farm animals and uh <laughs> yep yep oh how are you pipping out fluffy phoenix phoenix arizona uh a washington man has been accused of prostituting his dogs in exchange for sex with various farm animals how does that exchange work right it's like listen it's a golden retriever so this is like hey <laughs> it is i don't know it's like this is the top line of dogs to fuck now i'm just saying that's at least two cows uh maricopa at county least that horse over there you got uh maricopa county maricopa county sheriff's uh joe aparo 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 anyway said 56 year old james allen darland of mount vernon washington was arrested uh monday uh october 26th following a long uh month-long investigation According to the MCSO news release, Darland allegedly contacted an undercover detective through a website to arrange for sexual liaisons with various farm animals in exchange for sex with his own personal dog. The investigation that began in September culminated when Darland made contact with an undercover detective posing as a farmer, owner of several animals in the Wickenburg area. Uh, according to the release darlin asked to spend days on the farmer's property solely for the purpose of having sex with various animals provided uh provided including miniature horses dogs and goats oh mm-hmm with a quack quack here and a quack quack there oh he wasn't just one species i see well you know he doesn't like to judge you're a fuck they're a fuck everywhere we fuck <laughs> every animal we fuck <laughs> uh authorities uh, uh authorities said uh darling admitted to detectives on emails and in later phone calls that the self-described married man has been having sex with his neighbor's horse dogs and sheep in the state of washington for some time oh i wonder how his wife feels about that mm. darling who recently retired after working 23 years for a delivery company i wondered i mean because i saw you probably stressed the animals out i bet you the milk tastes terrible that they produce <laughs> it probably does. right because you you know the animals not happy you know i bet you the meat probably tastes bad yeah all these years of marriage i have no idea how your brain works <laughs> that doesn't even make i don't even know how you made that connection but you're right that milk probably tastes like shit i bet you it does the like milk's the- gone bad <laughs> yeah that milk oh like when you go to like when you go to milk the cow it's like flinching and it's in the shower right. it's in the shower already <laughs> right every time i go out there bessie just kicks the hell out of me right. i don't know why she just got violent still not clean all also right. allegedly still can't wash all the sperm alleged also allegedly admitted to having sex with customers animals and stray dogs while on his routes <gasps> uh, <laughs> i know his shit was always late right you can't be fucking at every animal you see on the route well now we know why dogs hate delivery man right maybe i want to attack the hell out of 
we clearly confirmed his intentions to commit this crime by statements recorded phone calls videos emails and actions witnessed by my detective Hello, leaving Lord. no doubt in his mind that darling fully intended to carry out his perversions by committing the crime of bestiality that's why they had to make it a law because that's, before- that's more than um that's actually more than jared yeah he put i bet you he probably get more time than jared once again proof that white people love animals more than they love people right uh <laughs> they were like get the fbi on this dude <laughs> get him well jl guess the race james allen darling and it didn't take white. them 10 years did it didn't take them 10 years it took them a month uh jl you said white i said white chat room says a pimp named cletus white dog oh, kissing led to heavy petting then old mcdonald white Aww. heavy petting uh but no niggers though white this <laughs> day profile was like no black or latino animals please cucumber but i'll take you mr ed what is cucumber what race is that anybody mm-hmm. know what that is mm-hmm. i feel like skyjammer just made something up i don't know dog. <laughs> what race is that uh when he's not fucking the dog he's kissing it on the mouth white yeah. <laughs> see what happens when you make him get rid of the farmer's only account e-i-e-r oh no white (laughs) (laughs) oh lord (laughs) smelling like wet dog and they didn't even have shower sex quarterback john gruden can root for cucumber white okay the correct Uh, quarterback john gruden can root for (laughs) a lot of of arm talent (laughs) a lot of dog fucking talent (laughs) everybody got it right And let me put his picture in the chat so you guys oh i uh, think cucumber white i guess that's referring to the interior of the cucumber must be because i that's the first time because it's a harsh green on the yeah. outside first wow th- he looks he looks so like he looks like an like a dude who's in the military or something like he wouldn't like i'd be driving a john deere mm-hmm uh wow. all right let's go to the bonus round jl's two uh one for two right now mm-hmm Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Bonus round against the race. Double the points. Double the racism. So far, JL is one and one. Let's see if he can make it up in the bonus round. Gonna get, do it. Get nervous? Not at all. all Ice right. water in my racist veins. <laughs> uh, two female Florida jail employees had sex with prisoners mm-hmm females uh <laughs> two female florida jail employees have been accused of having sexual sexual conduct with two male inmates during the night shifts according like when you call a woman a female you need to do this hand gesture like hand in like fist in hand like i was talking to a female yeah. <laughs> so they know you're real <laughs> uh according to police deputy tara m clark 37 and detention technician technician ganise sisnow 26 spent countless hours socializing and engaging in sexual acts with two male inmates when they were supposed to be conducting head counts and safety checks oh they probably give him some head counts all right the two women uh let me scroll down something popped up scroll down all right there we go 
the two women were arrested on wednesday after an investigation by the sheriff's public corruption unit that lasted for two months this was a serious security breach and that's my concern bso sheriff scott israel said wednesday afternoon these women could have been hurt these inmates could have escaped that's always that's a they would not have said it that way if the genders were reversed Mm -mm. they they were like this is a horrible abuse of power and rape uh Mm -hmm. but but because it was women on men it was like these guys could have got out or something what's wrong with these people police received a tip in august and began their undercover investigation detectives said they saw clark engaged in intimate activities in the hallway with inmate frankie quinn sis now is said to have locked herself in the control room with inmate carlton lowe clark now faces two charges of official misconduct and her bond has been set at fifty thousand dollars she was at uh she was a sheriff's deputy for almost eight years prior to her arrest shit yeah so it doesn't even matter that uh you know how much time on the job you gotta fuck these inmates sometimes man lord hey karen you know they lift a lot of weights in there uh you know getting getting all buff reading and shit you know like pent up right like jail said about law school and college you know there's only a few women in there sis now faced uh three charges of official misconduct with her bond being set at seventy five thousand dollars she has been an employee for a little more than three years i wonder if they uh after you have sex with an inmate if they talk like you know those inmates that are really smart because they read a lot you know it's like you know it's the hypocritical prison industrial complex my sister it's like all right that's that's enough that's i just wanted to get a nut uh all right jl guess the race of what are their names uh let me go back real quick well i'm gonna say i'm gonna say black and i was gonna say that even before you called them sister in your Mm. hypothetical Mm. conversation for the record inmates call everybody brother and sister but i will but i will i will let that slide (laughs) uh <laughs> have you ever met one of those dudes that didn't call everybody brother and sister doll um well yeah okay i don't know every time i meet those dudes they call even white people it's like uh the brother uh i was talking to the brother alex the, other day, like, <laughs> the brother alex <laughs> ain't alex a white man uh anyway nothing the like brother a brad yeah right was talking to the brother bradley the other day oh no now i'm getting cornell west in my mind oh that's the dear brother brad <laughs> dear, dear brother bill yeah my dear brother bernie uh bernie sanders i said to him <laughs> oh boy i said to him obama is a bitch i hate that nigga <laughs> let me in the white house what i gotta do uh <laughs> nothing like a nothing like a man that couldn't leave you if they wanted to black Oh, black man that couldn't mm. leave you if they wanted to. Okay, I got it. The only way a sister can find love locked up black. Aw. Oh. Still clutch their purses tightly while fucking those black inmates. Ah! Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. She put the pussy on the chain wax black. Prisoner gaggers black. Uh, prison gaggers black. And they forgave the iron bars black. The correct oh. answer is black. Jail got it right. And somebody said white. Oh, 
now jr i gotta ask you are these ladies hot or are they prison hot Mm, well here's the thing i can't i'm my initial guess is prison hot the the one on the left has the potential to be hot Mm-hmm. The one on the right is only prison hot, but here's the thing. These look like mug shots and you don't know what's going on below the neck. Right. There might be some big, big cans and some ass and, and, but I'm going with the one on the left has the potential to be more. The one on the right is only prison hot. I'm going to go with prison hot for both. I think they're both prison hot, man. Um, all right. Let's go to sword righteousness. Last segment. <laughs> all right it's time to talk about these people with swords a new york man has been charged with threatening deputies with a sword greenwich new york officials say a man from washington county was arrested after they say he threatened to kill himself and deputies with a sword. According to deputies on November 2nd at approximately 10.45 a.m., the Washington County Sheriff's Office responded to a call that reported a suicide man armed with a sword. Suicidal man armed with a sword. They armed at the resident, they arrived at the residence and found 24-year-old Michael Bentley of Greenwich holding a sword and threatening himself and authorities. Bentley eventually dropped the sword and began struggling with several officers. He was subdued after officers deployed a taser. Bentley was then taken into custody without injury to himself or any of the officers. Bentley was charged with menacing in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon, obstructing government administration in the second degree, and resisting arrest. He was arraigned in Greenwich Town Court and was remanded to the Washington County Jail for lack of bail. Uh, and of course he's white because he's still alive. <clears throat> now, the thing I will say about this, if you own a sword, you might even be a threat to yourself. We're always talking about the people that are threats to you. You don't need to own a sword even if you live at home alone. <laughs> Next thing you know, you fucking thinking about killing yourself and killing the cops. You don't need that kind of hassle in your life, people. Come on. All right, we'll be back tomorrow where we'll talk about The Walking Dead. I don't have a guest book for that yet, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not, we'll do it by ourselves. We'll do it live. Um, make sure you check out JL Covan, The Righteous Prick Podcast. Yep. Uh, make sure you guys are checking out his YouTube page. Go subscribe. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. Yes. Yeah. You know, retweet it. Let people know when you like. I routinely check out his videos. Listen, man. I I I don't say this often, but uh, JL is a man of many talents, and yes, he is. And his uh, he he literally has worked so hard. He has a video for everything. Like <laughs> honestly, if you think about some shit. <laughs> he, he got probably a got a video for it when the nba season started i just wanted to go look at the dunk video like he has one about uh learning how to react to dunks like it's so fucking good <laughs> i gotta man. check that one out it's so well, like you know what inspired me to share it again is i saw that keenan thompson put out a music video uh-huh. called hold me back and it's kind of, it's like lighthearted and funny it's just about a bench warmer but the hold me back you know four years ago was one of the techniques yes in the class in the video of like when a dude 
you know, dunks the shit out of it. You just need somebody to hold you back. Yes. Everybody, man, I'm telling you, uh, is, is a cornucopia of just fucking, uh, relevant shit, man. Like it's, you know, like it's all kind of timely and timeless at the same time. Like there's a, the Kim Kardashian booty, uh, reality show. Like right. this is a bunch of shit where you just like, mm-hmm. you know, it's ridiculous, but it's also fucking great. So I fun. think you all Thank should be checking so that out. Nah, no problem, man. Yeah, um, we love you, dog. Yep. Well, that Bernie, you want to be a subscriber now because that Bernie, the Bernie uh, Trump Obama should be out within a week. So make sure y'all check that out, man. Yeah. And um, you got any- all these other posers putting out Bernie and Trump and <laughs> right. I need this. This is the real deal. You dealt with the best, now come deal with the rest. Yes. Oh wait, wait. You dealt with the rest, now come deal with the best. <laughs> oh Lord, that you said that wrong. <laughs> said that backwards. You got any live shows coming up soon, JL? Um, I'm in Wilkes Bear, and you know what? The, the crazy thing is, I can't discount you guys. I'm always like, well, I'm at a casino in Pennsylvania. Next thing I know, somebody from the Black Eye Tips will show up and be like, "Hey, I heard you on the podcast." I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'm at I'm at Mohegan Sun in Wilkes Bear, Pennsylvania, Friday and Saturday of this week, and then uh, I'm in LA the week of the fifteenth. Um, and I've got one show lined up so far on my calendar, but hopefully some more soon. So, uh, jlcomedy.com for, for every links to everything, Twitter, Facebook, fan page, you know, YouTube channel, the podcast, blogs, the videos, everything, movie reviews, all there. Yeah. yeah. He writes some hilarious blogs too, man. Yes, so, he does. Like the man of many talents. Yeah. He's a lot of fun. And for those of you that's thinking about it, go see him. Cause we seen him live when he was in Raleigh with Nick Jew, Leonard, and Terrell, and we had a blast. It was a yeah. lot of fun. He's very, very funny, y'all. And if you guys need some uh, legal advice, just hit him up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys need some legal paperwork done, you hit him up for that too, okay, guys? LegalComedyZoom.com. He's going to make jokes about your legal situation. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, shop at Tweaked Audio, Code TVGWT. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, We'll let you know what time. Uh, Until then, love you. I love you too. Mwah.